Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Are you serious? Hello, this is How to Kill an Hour. My name is Marcus Bronzi. I want to thank you in advance for killing some time with us. I just want to let you know that we are, as this episode goes out, we are in the middle of a timeless tech story about John McAfee, the man behind McAfee Antivirus. And I just want to say him becoming one of the richest software developers of his time isn't the most interesting part of his story. I think at this moment in time, he is about to flee the United States and set up his own militia. So if you've not listened to part one and part two of the John McAfee story, there's a part three coming as well. Make sure you check that out. But anyway, uh, enough of that, because I've got a guest on today's show. I'd like to welcome uh, someone who's been on the show before. Uh, A very funny gentleman, Travis J. How you doing, brother? What's going on, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Now, uh, a really important reason why we're getting you on the show now is you've got a live show coming up, haven't you? And I'm really excited about this because the world feels like we are slowly getting back to normal. You, comedians are allowed outside again. Bro, not only are we allowed outside, but like seating arrangements inside venues are back to regular regular proceedings because that social distancing stuff, bro, it wasn't satisfying me, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, right? As, as entertainers, we would thrive more off a room when it has got a lot of people in it, right? Am I right? As opposed to if you, you were to have an audience facts. of five and you're telling them same jokes, it feels different, right? It's the, you know, it is, it's different because like when you've got like a packed theater, for example, yeah. yeah, there's almost an energy that already exists. All you've got to do is not ruin the vibe. Come out <laughs> and continue this journey yeah. and go into a good place. But if it's okay. like five people scattered around a massive room, you've got to start the whole journey from scratch. And it's yeah. fine because you can get there. It just takes a little bit more work. Um, I mean, even if it's, I think I can liken it to like, if I'm, at, if I'm out clubbing or when we were out loud clubbing, I'm mm. the kind of guy that probably, I have a couple of drinks. I wouldn't mind shaking my leg, but I wouldn't be throwing my most bombastic moves out there. But if I'm in a yeah. packed club, I can do whatever. Yeah, Yeah. I can let loose a little bit. Obviously not too much. I'm I'm a tall person, so security would usually be alerted to my presence if I get too excited. Okay. However, I'm glad you mentioned that because that tall (laughs) business, yeah, like I'm I'm in that region where you say, okay, cool, you're tall. I'm 6'2". But bro, it's like no dance moves suit our height. No. It's like it's not designed for us. So it's like anything I do, it just seems like, ah, you're doing too much, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, be by the bar, hold a drink in one hand and just kind of shuffle a little bit. That's where I'm comfortable. Exactly, exactly. I think I think for us, a generic 90s two-step 
with a little you could just you, you can remix it a little bit i guess you throw a little a little yeah. movement yeah. in there but if we try and do too if we try and do too much it's going to spoil Oscar. the atmosphere for everybody. People are going to think, oh my God, security is going to be like, yeah, Oscar, Oscar, we've got something going on in the corner. I'll stand by, but, yeah. I see free yeah. mail. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, you know, it's yeah. different. It's like every other step, you got to just give them something different. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep them guessing. But you yeah. can't go too far. Not like them brothers that's like, I don't really want to be like, you know, doing the whole hype thing. But you know them short guys, they can get yeah. busy. And it's just like, it's not a threat to anyone. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's good vibes with them, man. It's all good. It's all good. Everyone looks, oh, look at him. He's cute. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> look at him oh, enjoying himself. Him. Look at him. Should we, should we put on something with some dance? Should we do candy? Go on. Should we see what happens <laughs> when candy goes on? Because he's going to go crazy. <laughs> like, look at him like a little, oh, he's cute. Should we give him a drink? <laughs> yeah, God, let's give him a little drink. See what you get. But anyway, right. So you've, so you've been out of, the, out of the clubs in terms of like live environments pretty much yeah. for the last year and a half. How's yeah. that changed? I want to know first how that's changed you as a comedian, like what's changed and how's that changed your live show? Do you know what? It's, it's a funny one because like I did a lot of Zoom gigs and like there were still some outdoor shows and it's like you just, it does scratch the itch that you get as a comic where it's like, right, I, I need to tell some jokes in front of people, but it doesn't satisfy it completely because the atmosphere just doesn't come together. So right. it's like, it's been a bit of a frustrating kind of year and a half. Do you know what I mean? Because for me, like stand up is my, you know, my, my original first love. So yeah. it's like I do a bit of acting as well and all these other things that kind of come together, but stand-up is home for me. So mm. it hasn't felt like I've, how can I say it? It's like, it's like if you was, you know, in a relationship and you ain't had sex in ages. Yeah. Like, but you're still like watching porn and you're still handling your business <laughs> on your own. It's like, it's, it's doing, <laughs> it's, you're allowed to sleep at night, but it's, it's scratching the, the itch, but you, it's not the same as feeling yeah. another body. Yeah, I know what yes. you mean. I know. What Trust you mean. me, bro. So, oh, yeah. so for this show, right, I've just, and I feel like the world has changed quite a bit through this time. We've had some really difficult conversations yeah. and like, we've had some good moments, you know, we've come together through technology, Zoom parties and Zoom nights out and that stuff together. But it's just made me realize that, you know what, holding back at this stage of my life is not an option for me. Mm. So I feel like my writing has come so raw because I'm like, you know what, at the end of the day, it's about family and nothing else. So yeah. as long as my family are on side, I'm going to empty the clip on anything I feel. So <laughs> real talk, <laughs> that's literally where I'm at right now. Empty the clip on everything, bro. That's what this show is. Like anybody who's seen me perform before, I promise you, you won't recognize the energy that I'm bringing. Is it, is it quite a cathartic experience for yourself as well, getting all of this out and in the open and getting this down on paper and getting this out on the mic? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, like I say, as the world has changed, the conversations that the public are having yeah. is really different. Like that whole Black Lives Matter era when, when white people were coming out and saying, I've never really acknowledged that racism was like this for you. That yeah. was a really huge moment. And I think we kind of just accepted it. Oh, it's just the Black Lives Matter season. Mm. This was open discourse. And I feel like, you know what? Let's ramp this up a level. Do you know what yes. I mean? Let's ramp this up and keep this going. I don't think that should be a season that happened last year. Let's take yeah. that energy on everything, bro. So that's really where I'm at. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like now's the time. The safe stuff is like, it's gone now. That safe era is gone. <laughs> because like the way I see it is certain men ain't getting TV opportunities anyway. So it's like, you can play safe on the hope that, no, but hopefully I stay in this nice way and yeah, I smile enough and hopefully the man come through and show me love. Or you could just empty the clip and men at the end of the day have to say, you know what? I respect you for how you delivered it. You, you gave it up 100% the whole way. So that's the route I'm taking, fam. 
A hundred percent. And I feel like sometimes, obviously, as as black people in the entertainment industry, there are less opportunities. So there are two ways of doing it. Like there are people that I think have quite literally said to me over the years, I want to play it safe because if I play it safe, I can yeah. 100% guarantee I will not be kicked out of this industry or lose my spot. Do you know what I mean? That's it. Lose my little space yeah. in this barrel that we have, this proverbial barrel that we have. And I, I mean, I think I've been guilty of playing it safe in the past. I'll be honest with you, but we I have, have noticed bro. we all have. We all have. I've noticed, uh, and this might just be a personal experience for me when I've done stuff that's true to me, not necessarily raw, but something that I am genuinely fascinated yeah. in. Or I real have, I really have energy for. I feel like that always creates the best bit of content. And and the reason I say Every that, Travis, time. is I think like one really interesting piece of like comedy and your love of boxing and something I know you've spoken about loads. Sorry about going over this again is you did this mm-hmm. sketch where I feel like you and your co-host of the undefeated podcast just went, oh, let's have a bit of fun and let's just be us. This is our opinion of this box in this scenario. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. want to spoil it by me trying to explain it, but can you just explain this again? Cause I know you've been talking about it a lot, but this, this clip that has kind of propelled you as a comedian and also your love of boxing and put you in, in a kind of higher position in terms of an authority when it comes to conversation in the world of boxing. Oh, you're talking about the, the most recent one with my predictions on Anthony Joshua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... The, I want to go about the, jo- the, the Joshua ones are fair. The Joshua ones are yeah. fair. And, and obviously, we want, to go, we want to talk about the shop sketch as well that we've spoken about as well. Which is, oh, which oh Conor Ben. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to let you so, lead into it. I didn't want to spoil it because I've got yeah. that tendency of telling, of telling a, jo- a comedian's <laughs> joke and everyone's like, oh, wow, you must have been there then. You must yeah, need to be yeah, there yeah. to get that funny. So I'll, I'll let you take the handles on that. Yeah, so basically, like, Conor Ben, Conor Ben's a proper animated character in boxing. Do you know what I mean? And we got our boxing podcast, Undefeated Podcast. Yeah. And it's like, we find this mad little pocket to be in, in the boxing space where we're both comedians, but we follow boxing, we love boxing. So when we see certain things, it's like, it's so hard for us to just, you know, you got like pundits, you know what I mean? They're doing strong punditry. Yeah. They're keeping it straight to what's happening. I'm like, bro, did you not see what my man just did? How are we not laughing at this? <laughs> so when Conor Ben starts going off on his speeches, I was like, yo, we've got to spoof my man and just put him in random scenarios in life. Yeah. So we made this sketch, Conor Ben in everyday life, because everyone knows how intense that brother is. And we just we just mocked it, bro. Had him buying something in a shop, guy, mad. Hey, mate, um, would you like your changes on the 6P? What do you mean if I want my change? Are you having a laugh? Do you think I'll just work as hard as I do just so I can leave money on the table? You want to see me in a gym? I'm crushing it in the gym. Every day I'm doing, I'm getting there first. Yeah? I'm getting there first. Last to leave. They say you can't get up with silk pyjamas. Well, I'll get up in silk pyjamas. I'll do my workouts. Bro, that took off. I mean, Eddie Hearn reposted it. Coogan Cassius from IFL TV. Conor Ben himself started posting it, laughing at it. We, we interviewed Nigel Ben a few months before. Bro, he messaged me on WhatsApp to say, people in Australia are loving the sketch. I said, <laughs> huh? It's, uh, and it's mad because we had the pod for like two years before that yeah. point. And we were doing well, do you know what I mean? We'd, we'd had some great milestone moments. Interviewed Lennox Lewis in Las Vegas, some British fighters best. over here. Yeah. But like nothing to the scale where yeah. we got invited to the zone, bro. We, <laughs> we're sitting on one of the biggest global broadcast companies in the world, giving yeah. our takes. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So they invited us on. And they were just like, yeah. So, um, you know, can you do anyone else? So I said, well, Tony Belly is one of your presenters. Let's get Tony. <laughs> Bruv, we got Tony the hell out of here with this one sketch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's mad because they played it to him right before we were going to come and join him on the couch. So 
we're being briefed by the producers yeah these guys are like all right just to let you know like tony's you know he's a really nice guy but he's a bit temperamental like he does get quite intense sometimes but you should be fine i'm thinking wait you should <laughs> security- be fine <laughs> you should be fine bro like i'm thinking wait that's why would you tell us that you didn't need to that's too much yeah, so now i'm thinking yeah. it's security here and then it's like what security is going to contain tony belly bro if he wants damage he's going to do damage yeah. so they play the sketch. We're standing on this bus that's like just right behind where they're filming. So we're going to come out and join them. And we can't tell what Tony Billy's reaction is. So if you watch it, there's a bit where they introduce us and we walk out mad slow. Like <laughs> KG goes first and I kind of stay back because I'm like, well, I've done most of the battle in this, in this sketch. So <laughs> just in case KG can take the first hit and I can at least take off. We get out there and he's just like, you guys got me. And he started laughing. I was just like, okay, cool. We can sit down yeah. comfortably, fam. But you start to realize when you're cracking jokes on these men, these men are trained fighters, bro. Like there's yeah. no security guard that's going to be capable of stopping these men if they want beef. <laughs> so yeah. it's a mad world we're in right now. <laughs> yeah, because I'd say it's, it's fun ribbing someone, but ribbing somebody you know has a license for their actual <laughs> fists. License is something hands. else. Yeah, they have they have license. You know, they 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 have. You know, that's two that's two deadly weapons they have. But I mean, Pro. it's yeah. So obviously, you took it well, and now I think I feel because you've had a couple of runs now where comedians have in, have enjoyed yeah. a bit of ribbing. I feel like you've positioned yourself now where you can do that. Oh, I, yeah. I feel like yeah, if yeah. someone else was randomly to come along now and crack a joke, it's, it's like an over an over familiar person trying to be <laughs> throw your mum joke in the first time you meet you. It's like can't work. But you you've got a bit of a I feel like you've yeah. got a bit of a, a ticket now where you can do that. We've earned the respect as well, especially because yeah. we actually do have good boxing knowledge. So yeah. after those jokes have gone down, it's like, all right, cool. So what do you think is going to happen tonight? And we're actually giving some takes that they respect. People say, all right, you men have, you've done a bit of groundwork here. It's not just yeah. baseless banter. But exactly. I feel sorry for someone else that tries to copy us without all of that, but it could get nuts. Yeah, it could get crazy. <laughs> and I mean, and you are raw with your podcast as well in terms of you're not afraid to give takes that are not the most popular takes. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. I feel like some of the stuff that you say that I see stirs the pot the most feels like it's it's sometimes it's hard to hear the truth about boxing because there's a lot of right. hype around it. And and I'll be honest with you, I'm the first to say to you, Travis, I'm, I know enough about boxing. No, I don't know anything about boxing, if I'm honest. I know enough to just <laughs> know who the big fighters are yeah, and, yeah. and be like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. got beat up, he didn't. Maybe it looks like he's not getting hit as much, but I haven't got a technical knowledge. I haven't yeah, yeah, got yeah. an understanding of the full history of, of, of boxing because there's, there's a vast history spanning over years. Um, yeah. So when it came to the, the Joshua fight recently, I mean, you had some takes. <laughs> I mean, you had some predictions, you had some takes. Bro. Do you want to talk us through that? Because... Because everyone has a plan, as they say in boxing, until you get a punch in the face. So, yes, this you know. <laughs> Listen, so imagine here, yeah, they invite us to the pre-fight broadcast on zone, right? And so the zone Sky Sports have the UK rights to the fight. zone are doing literally everywhere else on this planet. So they brought in Akin Barak, who face up their American team. So they're on there, they're kind of leading the thing. So we're on there with Akin Barak, and we're talking about the fight, predictions, stuff like that. For some reason, in that moment, I've made a decision that Joshua is winning this fight. And it's not just winning, he's doing it with ease. And it just, you know, that feeling of like yeah. conviction just hits you. Yeah. So I'm like, now nah, you know what? And I didn't like how 
you know, it didn't feel like they was really respecting AJ the way I felt like they should be. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if it was that, that UK-US thing kind of creeping up underneath yeah, the undercurrent. It is. So I was like, now nah, you know what? AJ is smoking his brother tonight. I put my name on it. I said that with so much chest, bro. <laughs> and you know what the maddest thing about that is? That's not even a phrase I regularly use in, in like my life. I don't yeah. say that. In that moment, that felt like the right thing to say. And I was like, boom put it out there. My boy says, look, we have a podcast and we have a calling show. If you think he's wrong, phone in on Monday and tell him. So the night goes ahead and, you know, Usyk handles his business. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sitting there in silence like, what have I done? Like, this is a global broadcast, bro. Mad, bro. People messaging me in my DMs in other languages. Just telling me, yeah, like, people, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> is it all you're recognising out of the DMs is the emojis? Bro, <laughs> it's the picture of AJ losing. Picture of AJ oh. getting hit. Random oh. language. Emojis. I'm like, yeah. bro, like, Ukraine men are hitting me up to do this. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was nuts, man. But, so, so yeah, yeah, you've recovered from that now. And the great thing about boxing is there's always another day and there's always a conversation yeah. around it. But for somebody who, like I said, I'm not, um, I wouldn't say a layman, but I wouldn't have an advanced knowledge in boxing. What happened to AJ on the night? What happened oh, to him? It was just, you know, it was literally comes down to just making the wrong game plan. So it's like AJ's natural advantage is into this fight. He's bigger than him. He's yeah. naturally stronger. The guy's coming from a lower weight class. He's bulking up to fight AJ. So it's like, you should just say, run straight through this man. Go to him and beat him the hell up. Which is what I thought he was going to do when I made my prediction. But this Usyk guy is a very skilled boxer. Like, you know, the men have been boxing since they were six. Like, his amateur career is deep. He's a very advanced fighter. AJ wanted to prove to the world that he could box as well as him. So we came out on some, you know, pitter-patter, trying to keep up with the smaller man, really just trying to make an unnecessary statement, when realistically, you should have gone and bulldozed him. So I think... Now that he's learned that lesson of just like trying to prove to f- prove things to the you know spectators and commentators, I think in the rematch he'll take it to him, and I believe he'll get it done. Okay, but, okay. Are, yeah, you, are we going to go for the bias. big smoke chat? Are we going to go for the big nah, smoke we're not chat? This... Big smoke chat this time. Where right now it's like I'm saying that's how he has to okay. do it. It's up to him if he wants to do it that way. Okay, he's right. So you're so so in essence you're saying it was a it was. AJ, so there's two types of boxing from what I've heard. You know, like you said, there's just straight muscle and then there's uh, mm. like, uh, what's it called? Like a ring, uh, bo- a boxing IQ, would you say? Boxing IQ, t- yeah, yeah, yeah. Boxing yeah. IQ. Yeah. And, and from when I watched the fight, it looked like Yusit was coming in and boxing and getting out before he could get That's hit. Right. And it felt like AJ wasn't, like you said, he just wasn't throwing any punches. And I feel like, personally for me, I, I've heard a lot of conversation about boxing IQ and technique and skill. And, you know, yeah. for example, we talk about Mayweather, extremely skillful at oh, hitting yeah. and not getting hit. But mm-hmm. are you saying that this heavyweight of level of boxing, sometimes it really is just about smashing someone up and slowing them yeah. down? Like brute There's... force, like a sledgehammer technique can yeah. beat through this highly skilled finesse. Well, the thing is, you, it's not necessarily a guaranteed thing. It's more so yeah. play to your advantages. If I'm naturally okay. bigger than you, I shouldn't be trying to play this little speedy game that you're playing. Yeah. I should be walking to you, getting straight to your chest and battering you, bro. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Whereas... I think AJ hears this talk about, oh, he's just a weightlifter. He's just a bodybuilder. He doesn't really yeah. know how to box. You know when some, sometimes you can tell, all right, that's, that talk is getting to you a bit too much. Right, right. Sometimes you've got to be like, big man, this is who I am in it. Okay. <laughs> this is what I do. Okay, so what are the adjustments going to be? I'm going to ask you now, what would you think the adjustments will be for AJ? 
And then what will be the adjustments for Yusik as well at the same time? Because they're both going to be aware yeah. that there's going to be a different plan next time. So what do you think right. they're both going to do? So I think AJ needs to, instead of looking at the fight as a 12-round fight, he should look at the fight as a five-round fight. Go to him and literally, from the opening bell, rush him. Usyk is, is historically a slow starter. He started quite fast against AJ this time round because I think AJ gave him way too much respect. I think he needs to go to him and be like a wrecking ball for five rounds. Don't worry about your stamina. Like, don't play for a long fight. Mike Tyson didn't plan for 10 rounds. Mike Tyson was coming in to, you know what I mean, deliver pain. And I think mm-hmm. that's the mindset he needs to get into. And I think when he lost to Ruiz, he actually, it's like he's now thinking about his vulnerability a bit too much. Mm-hmm. And it's taking the killer instinct out of him slightly. He needs right. to find a way to get back to maybe, you know, remember he used to live, in, live with his mom back in those old days? Go back to that space. Go back to who you were before you found all this money, bro. And then, yeah, I mean, find that fire against him. It's Rocky free, basically. Oh. Take him to the hood, fam. You got to take him to Watford. the hood. Yeah, back to yeah. the roads in Watford. And let yeah. them, man, yeah, I mean, fight a couple men on the road. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> wait, I didn't say that. Yeah. But if you heard it, then cool. Get, it's, instead of a high protein meal, he needs to be getting that, that Sam's chicken. That what, Sam's chicken. Yeah, Sam's, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, not, yeah. It's, it's what for, did it? It's like Sam's chicken. Yeah, yeah, You've got to keep, yeah, yeah. keep it legit, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and obviously he's big, so it's like, get a six-piece and fries. Get the six-piece. Get a six-piece and then go home for mum's dinner. Then get the pounded yam at home. Um, yeah. Then you've got the carbs in and the protein. You're good to go. That's okay, right. Cool. <laughs> and then mash up this yeet, bro. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And what do you think Yusik's going to do? Because he's in that interesting position. We've seen it before with other boxers uh, where they get, they win and they had extreme focus because they were coming from that rough position. They were coming from that underdog state, but now they have this newfound fame. They get a big lot of money in their account. Depending on what the deal is, they could be looking at retirement. They may not have to work again. Right. Especially if he takes the money back home where that exchange rate is very tasty. No, that's real. And you know what it is? It's like, especially when it's new money. AJ's been had money. Yeah. So right now, all he's focusing on is the fact I lost and I want it back. Usyk okay. is now living in like raw. Like, you know, when your bank balance is healthy, you start yeah. ordering things you didn't need. I'm just on Amazon looking for no reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Yeah, so we don't know how Usyk is going to react to that piece. So yeah. there's a lot of variables in this. Okay, okay. Do you think he'll try and adjust his boxing again or do you think he'll, nah. he'll wait? Or do you nah. think his technique will be the same? I actually think he's an intelligent enough guy to not get too affected and try and do anything unnecessary in the rematch. He might just come okay. and try and do the same thing again, which realistically is the only thing he can do because he can't knock out AJ on a single punch type thing. Okay. So... He's still a smaller man. I think he just needs to come in and just be as smart and alert as he was and just try to hope for the best. Interesting, interesting. And this whole I am feel meme that's going around, does he know that he's, he knows everyone's laughing at that, doesn't he? Is he playing silly? Yeah, he is. So that's a, he said it before in an older interview and everyone yeah. laughed because he thought it made sense because he don't speak English. Yeah. So this time round, it is banter because he knows. So when anyone asks him, how sense. do you feel? It's like a running joke. How do you feel? Yeah. He goes, I am feel, I am very yeah. feel. <laughs> So and that's the worst thing yeah. is that I like him. I like he's, him a lot. He's a really likable guy. I'll be honest. He's a, even when he was talking shit at the, after yeah. the fight, when he was, I mean, I love it when boxers, he's like, yeah, I feel like uh, that wasn't a challenge at all. Uh, and yeah. he's got bruises on his face. He's like, yeah, yeah I feel like he didn't touch me. And um, I felt like I could have, uh, I want a real challenge. Oh, fuck. I feel like that's so uh-huh. rude. Can you imagine that? If I, someone's beating me up and they go, oh man, I thought you were going to be a bit disappointed in, with your performance almost. But um he was saying that and as he said it, he had, I, c- I couldn't be angry with him. I was like, yeah, you know what? Listen, fuck it, fuck it, yeah. Do you know what? It's, it's that story, it's the underdog story always wins yeah. people over every time. Like I yeah. look at him and I'm like, cool, you know what? Respect to you, brother. You know what yeah, I mean? You've done your thing, you're a family man. Yeah. And for me, I always look at him and I see him as a family man, straight away he's got my respect. Like yeah. outside of the, com- the competition side of things, I'm like, you know what? Respect to you, bro. You know what I mean? You yeah. dedicated your life to this thing as well. So credit yeah, to you, you deserve okay. the big nights. Okay, do you talk about, are you going to talk about boxing in this upcoming live show then? Will it be a part? Yeah, there's some behind the scenes stories that we've, okay. there's things that we've experienced I'm going to be talking about as well, bro. There's, oh man, there's a night in Vegas. <laughs> Lennox, we just finished the interview with Lennox Lewis. Yeah, Lennox Lewis is proper happy with the interview. He's in a great mood. He says to his boys, yo, take these men out to see Vegas. Order shows them take care of it all oh, my days that story wow. <laughs> so you got the you got the hey boys show them a good time you got that bro literally it was crazy the last undisputed heavyweight champ of the world just gave us that get out yeah yeah so you got a hall of fame amazing one of the best bro. out there ever to do it just Bam. said show you i know you think you've seen vegas but mm-hmm. show them Vegas. Very different. Very <laughs> different setting. So that, that story is right. coming out. Wicked. Yeah, it's going to be... There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that's happening with the pod and yeah, it's going to be fun, man. Okay, yeah, I look forward to that, man. I look forward to that. Um, All right, anyway, look, when we usually have these conversations, we usually like to have a little look about what's, look at what's going on in the world of tech uh, cool. and uh, one story that has popped up, Travis, is there's there, there's another big rivalry. I, would, I wouldn't call it the same as... Uh, AJ and, and you're sick at the moment, but Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, they've been going at it for a while now because basically with their riches, with their combined riches, we all know they could probably end world hunger. They mm-hmm. could make sure everybody has a roof over their head. They can make sure we all have clean water, but no, they're starting the mass exodus of this planet yep. with commercial mm-hmm. space travel. There's even talk about them, you know, trying to get 
art installations on Mars so that when we go there, we can feel comfortable and enjoy some, <laughs> some fancy overpriced art. So that's where, they, oh. that's where they are at the moment. There's been a lot of banter. There's been a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes, at the fr- in front of the scenes, but a big deal. On, on the 30th of September, Elon Musk overtook Jeff Bezos as the richest man in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> the founder of SpaceX saw his wealth rise to $203 billion making him only the third person in history to have over 200 billion in the bank account. Uh, Musk didn't really take it too seriously. And in an email to Forbes who compiled the list, he said he'd send Jeff Bezos a silver medal. That was his comment on the matter. Bro, both of these men are dickheads, man. Like really proper dickheads. Like how tone deaf are these men? (laughs) We are going through a strong pandemic and these men are doing rich guy Olympics in front of us. And they want us to clap. You remember when Jeff Bezos, when that, that little trip to space, he goes, you guys made this possible. You dickhead, bruv. Man, are working in a warehouse underpaid. And you acting like I'm supposed to feel prideful. Oh, bro. You know what's mad about these guys is that they yeah. literally wake up every single day, like with the options of, bro, feed everyone in the world or go gym. And they literally yeah. make the alternate choice daily. Like, I don't give a damn what these men achieve. And the fact Elon Musk was messing up with my bis- my Bitcoin investments was even more pissing me off, bro. <laughs> so, every- oh, yeah, so you're into crypto. So you've been part bro. of this situation when every... Have you been... Do you check... There's a thing where people have said people check Elon's tweets to help predict how fucked up their Bitcoin or how good their Bitcoin is going to be in terms of value. Fam, every time I see a sudden dip, I go straight to his timeline. Always him. <laughs> Always him. It just... It made me really have a personal vendetta against him. <laughs> And I don't like the fact that Jeff Bezos has got me hooked to Amazon as well because I feel like I'm supporting someone that's a, that don't need support right now. It's so hard to not use Amazon. He's it's made too it too convenient. Oh, bro, I hate the fact that there's the... You know when you have that bit where it goes in, it's like Travis's Amazon. And I click yeah. in there. Every day I click in it's like, how does it know that I need this? <laughs> I'm like, I just thought that. And <laughs> here it is for cheap. It could be yeah. here tomorrow. It's what's, too much, what's man. Be, what's been your most recent purchase where you think... Amazon goaded you into it? Um, <laughs> a football pump. A football pump? <laughs> they got me the hell out of here with that one. <laughs> I didn't pump. need that. You didn't need it at I all? Got one. Was it one of those yes, things you're like, oh, decent press. I was I like, can have it by this afternoon. Boom. And I, I looked at my basketball. I was like, yeah, I could probably go to the park and get some games in. Like, <laughs> I've, I've not been doing this. <laughs> Literally, for no reason, I got that. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's very rude how this game is working out, man. I don't like how algorithms... I hate being controlled by algorithms, bro. They're real. It's it's fantastic because they know us better than we know ourselves, right? And it's amazing mm-hmm. in, in one way, but in the other way, I'm like, I didn't need an air fryer. I was happy without one. And now right. I've spent... £40 on an air fryer. I don't know what this company is, but Amazon have just said, hey, having an air fryer. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I I want an air fryer. And this was before the £4 air fryer came out, which I didn't get. Because did you you hear that? When someone messed up with pricing on Amazon, there was a £4 air fryer or £6 air fryer. And I ordered three, didn't get any. I got a refund. But um, (laughs) so yeah, I I, I did. I did. I have purchased a few things and and I've been like, you didn't. You really you need didn't that. need that, but you have it. And and you and the worst thing is, I think, or the best thing in some ways, I mean, I say worst, it's good for me to know I can order something that I need at 10 in the morning. And they and, 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 and there's also set it up. 
I've ordered a book, like a silly little book, right? Which yeah. was like, it was a silly book for a friend, which was like sex positions of the day. It was something stupid. I was giving it to someone for a laugh, right? I ordered it yeah. at 10 a.m. It was at my yard at 3.30 p.m. See, now, beautiful. that's fantastic. Like, so there is currently a warehouse just sitting there full of stock, should in case I order it, waiting to come to me. So, I mean, in terms of what he's done, in terms of making sure that Royal Mail does their job a bit better as well, and all the other delivery services can get stuff to you quicker, that's great. But at the same time, the mm. algorithm, man, it really does get me. So anyway, back it's to what you were saying about these guys being super rich and choosing mm. to go to space and literally play Rich Guy Olympics instead of helping yeah. us out. And if they think I'm really trying to go and live in a world that's run by them, like, you mean I'm going to say bye to basic human rights and live in one giant Amazon warehouse? Piss off, bro. You can get the hell out of there, bro. Do you be, <laughs> them and what, Mr. Burns being the leader of your world? Nah, yeah. not interested in that at all, bro. You know what, this, <laughs> Mr. Burns, this is what kind of leads me into my, um, and this isn't a popular opinion that I drop all the time because people think I'm going into like conspiracy theory mode and I'm not, but it makes me feel quite hesitant to believe the space race that we had years ago where apparently we oh, went to the moon multiple times. <laughs> and I'm like, if we could do that then, how comes it's so hard for us to get the richest guys in the world to get us just up into space to go around it a couple of times? I feel... Do you know what I mean? And they were like, the technology in your iPhone <laughs> could have powered the same thing that got them to space. I'm like, well, why can't my iPhone take me to space then? Fam, them men didn't, they were lying, fam. There's, I'm sorry. I'm never, I've never accepted that. Even as a child, I poked holes through that crap. I was yeah. like, this is nonsense. Technology gets better in every single area as we know it. But yeah. yet space travel is the one primitive. Nah, get yeah. out of here, man. Yeah, I ain't really with that. That was the Cold War. Then man wanted to say, boom, we did it first. And that was that. And we had no media. We had no Wikipedia. We had no Google to find out something was real. If you watched it on TV, if you saw it on TV, it was true. That's right. It was true. It was a fact. Yeah, so I am grossly sceptical. And I also feel like Bezos or Musk would have put an Amazon logo or a Tesla logo on the moon by now. And one of them would have capitalized on that on that and just had or mm-hmm. mcdonald's or someone would have come along with that big m logo because i know at yeah. night time if i if i had a few drinks i'm on my way home and i see that m in the sky on a full moon i'm like you motherfucker give me some nuggets that's some, I want brandy, some nuggets yeah. Right oh now. hell yeah <laughs> yeah so so currently now elon is is giving it the big one. and and the reason as well travis i don't know if you know this or not so basically bezos and musk they're rivals because they're both their private space companies were trying to get nasa to award them a contract so they could get the government money and also government support. But it went okay. to Elon Musk's company, SpaceX, instead of uh, the contracts going to Blue Origin, which is Bezos's one. So currently they're like fucking hate each other uh, because there's one jo- there's one contract and two super rich people. Yeah, and yeah, obviously yeah. Bezos missed out on it. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. They're Bezos, trying to st- has, Bezos has taken a lot of L's. Recently, yeah, like, he has. He has. He has. <laughs> you know what I mean? The divorce, the the, the mistress out here threatening to leak the nudes and that. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a lot going on for that brother. Still, he needs some W's. He needs. To, I reckon he might just start buying football teams, but I just they really can. flexing differently. Yeah, of course they can. can. Yeah, yeah. Just what to feel you... winning again. All right. So, so let, let's put it like if you had that kind of money, if you had that two hundred billion dollar bank balance, right? Let's just yeah. say because I know you're a nice guy, you do the right thing. You've done the right thing. Everyone's looked after, right? You've got some okay. change left over. What would be the first thing that you bought, Travis? Bloody hell, man. It's mad, isn't it? It's Because it's, 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 yeah. every day they have this thought, like, I could just buy <laughs> anything. Anything. 
Do you know what it is? Do you know what I think they would probably do? I'd probably... I don't know, man, because see, my thing is this, yeah? No matter how much money you have or yeah. no matter what you achieve in life, you want to feel like the man when you walk into the room without yeah. any information about who you are and what you do. You want that feeling of walking in and people just go, rah, who's, who's that? Like, yeah. everybody wants that. I don't believe they have that. Like, and what I mean by that is they have that because they know Elon Musk is here. Jeff Bezos mm. is here. Mm. But they don't just walk into a random space without the lead up and just get that. That is the thing that I reckon defines their energy and motivates them to keep going. So you think they haven't got that swag? You know, There's they a... say when someone walks into a room, they light the room up. You're saying that without their soup, without their Bruce Wayne-esque uh, uh, power of super richness, they yeah. wouldn't have that juice. And that's what keeps motivating them. 100%. I really do think so. You because can't, I don't, just, I, I, yeah. I, I don't see it as a satisfied life because my see it is this year. I feel like everybody in, in my world kind of has a number, which is like, once I get to that number, I think things are going to be different for me as far as my energy is yeah. how much I am pushing yeah. in this game. The hunger is going to change. They don't have a number because they don't get to experience being the man on their own steam. Yeah. If my money makes that happen, like for example, you get those guys who are quite cool with the fact that women around them want them for their peas. They're not happy. Mm. They're men are not happy, bro. It's the worst feeling knowing that at some point you're going to ask me for peas. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they, they've got that on the maddest world scale. So at some point, they want to be the man for real. And I reckon that's what keeps them going. So that normal everyday layman look at them and go, you know what? You're the man, you know. And you're yeah. saying that. <laughs> they want <laughs> casual fans. <laughs> And you'll see, yeah, people to people to look at them and give them the nod, like, yeah, yeah, you see, yeah. I, I like want to be more still. like, I want to be more like you. I want to be more like Trust you, me. fam. And you're so, do you think maybe that's why? Because that's not achievable on this earth full of billions of people. The only logical solution is space, my planet, planet. where I'm the man. Let's have planet yep. Bezos, planet Street. Musk, which sounds like a smelly planet. I don't want to call that sounds planet disgusting. Elon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> planet, planet Elon. Yeah. But yeah, look at look at how Kim Jong Un is running things in North Korea. Man, <laughs> the level of the level of warping where men have to be like, "Raw, yeah, he he made the song with Thriller. He made Thriller. Like, yeah. they have to give him credit for everything. That's what Planet Bezos is. That's what that's gonna be like. <laughs> so you mean he's gonna release a single? He can release a single of him tinkling around on the piano. Yeah. He'd be like first number one on the planet, and um, yeah, I'm number one in the Bezos charts. There'll be a whole oh religion. There'll be a whole oh. Amazon religion, fam. Listen. My days. Remember, Praise when they go to over the gods there. Of Prime. <laughs> oh when my they God. go over there, yeah, there's no more human rights. There's nothing. <sighs> it's just the laws, terms and conditions of Amazon. And technically, because they created the world that you'd be living on, either of them would be God. That's they right. would be, in it? Yeah, they would yeah. be. You, you're, without them, you would not exist on this planet. To saying. them, they are the closest. Oh my days! The only that thing is, that gets nuts at this point. The only thing that gets nuts is if they get into beef with aliens, because now you're no longer part of the Earth's business. Ooh. It's just you, man. So okay. Let's see what your Amazon military is saying, fam. Okay, so it's gonna. Uh, all right. So, all right. With that being said, so say, so say we do detect the presence of aliens. So you're gonna say cool. now, Amazon are now gonna have to start buying into military contracts. Oh hell! Now yeah. that they got the NASA contracts, right? Or well, now, now mm -hmm. he's got the NASA contracts, he's gonna have to think about space force, space yep. defense. Yeah. Wow. And wow. then, 
And this is where it gets nuts because obviously he's the ego mad guy. He's coming back to take over Earth. <laughs> <laughs> what? You think it ends there? <laughs> nah, this smoke keeps going. <laughs> At some point, these world leaders might have to start lowering these men a peg or two. It'll be, it'll be the prime Earth versus the Elon, or the prime planet, the Elon planet. And it'll be, oh my day. It'll be Mars Wars. If they make it to Mars, it'll be Mars Wars. Oh my day. Straight. We Straight. joke, right? We joke. But if you're listening joke, to this what? in the year 3,500, back to this podcast, which made this historical predictions. Um, yes. You know, Go I think it will, great, it will greatly outweigh your prediction of AJ anyway. People will be a lot oh, happier yeah. with this. They'll be like, yeah, Absolutely. 100% right. But also it's like, <laughs> if, if it does turn out that we are right, Go and give yeah. my descendants and my ancestors, like, you know, my following offspring, like the generations, go and donate some peas. Just find their PayPal, yeah. their cash app, and just transfer two mil, just collectively yeah. as a planet. Give them an Elon coin or a hundred or a prime coin or a hundred, <laughs> you know, whatever you're calling it then. Yeah, Bitcoin would be the main currency by then. <laughs> wow, you really, because sometimes, no, like all joking aside, sometimes I think what motivates them to continue, because somebody who wasn't of that was Bill Gates. He kind of mm. was like, you know what? I'm rich. I ain't going to be I'm the out. richest forever. I'm out. You run the company. Mm. Give me enough money. I'm going to go and do nice things for the world, even though they're going to accuse me of destroying it at the same time. I'm going to go yeah. and try and do some nice things for the world. That's mm-hmm. it. So that's the difference between Musk. And maybe no, that's maybe it's because Bill Gates lost Steve Jobs. Maybe it's because yeah. he lost Steve Jobs. Because Steve, jo- Steve Jobs was the Batman and he was the Joker or vice versa, whatever. They, they had were this Bezos and love-hate they were relationship. They were Musk. Yeah, that's wow. it. Wow. So it's like once your enemy and you're the one that keeps you going passes away or it's like, oh, that wow. was the guy that kept me going. It's like, like Thor without Thanos. He just straight. juices himself into this crisp eating, beer bellied <laughs> shadow of a God. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. It's, Fantastic. It's real. Right. Right. Anyway, no, that's, oh, I love that. I feel, I feel like we've hit some real truth there between there. the funny Something special there. just happened Something, there. Something's happened there. Um, so where, where can we find this show, Travis, though? I want to know where it is. When, yeah. where, how we can get a ticket and enjoy so ourselves Bloomsb- like humans used to. You know, together in a real room. So Bloomsbury Theatre, November 12th, 7.30pm. You can get the ticket link. Um, so go to the Bloomsbury Theatre website. Right. Tickets will be available there. Or if you follow me on Instagram, the ticket link is in my bio. You okay. go straight there. Get your tickets, okay. man. I'm, I'm so excited. Like, I just, you know that feeling when you've just, you've just got something. And it's like, I don't want to drop any of it anywhere else. Like I'm doing all these shows in the lead up. I'm like, no, you lot are getting the good stuff, but not the good stuff. Get me? Okay. Come down and see. It's going to be a special night, man. I'm very excited. I, I look forward to it, man. I look forward to it. It sounds like it's going to be absolutely awesome. And and permission to put the link in the show description, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, you will definitely find it there. Um, and where can we find you on socials as well, Travis? Yeah, so follow me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Travis J E N T. So that's Travis J A Y E N T. And uh, yeah, man, hop aboard this journey. Nice, nice one, nice one. Thank you very much. Uh, we're at How to Kill an Hour everywhere. And I did mention our John McAfee episode as well. If you can't wait for that and you want to get your hands on that right now, we've got a little patron as well. So if you had to patron.com forward slash How to Kill an Hour, you can check that. And also, we throw bonus episodes up there as well, which is just for our patron gang. There's actually a crime that was committed. And a smartwatch has played a better role at being a detective than any police person could. So that's an episode that's about to drop up there on the Patreon as well. It's a it's a dark one, it's a deep one, but it's 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 a very important conversation about how technology and the information it scrapes of us daily can be used for good as well as it being used for algorithms that have made me and Travis spend a lot of money 
getting Bezos to space. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has been How to Kill an Hour. Thank you for killing some time with us. Bless. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.